0: Every Tuesday, we talk hockey, whatever else pops up, with the one and only Shane Doan, who joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Donor, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Doing well. This is the fourth straight week we have talked to you on this show where the Coyotes have been in the midst of a road trip, and there's still four <laughs> games left. I hate to keep beating the dead horse on this road trip thing, but man, we might not ever see anything like well, this ever again. But
1: are they really on the road right now? They're not, but so, yeah. Okay, in, yeah. in a
0: stretch since they last played a home
1: game. Yeah.
2: Yes, that is that is very true. That is very true. It is it is one of those things that um, yeah, I don't think you'll see again. It's something that uh, it's it's obviously uh, not ideal, but it's going to you're going to get lots of hockey in the second half, so. That's that's always positive.
1: Uh, one of the things that I, one of the things I've I've noticed in the last couple of games that I think is a good defining trait of this team is the fact that they when they get down they don't give up. Coming coming back in games is something this team is is kind of not hung their proverbial hats on, but it, it's 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 a good sign of a team's character, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and it, I mean. It really points to I think Andre Tarani and the coaching staff and the players for buying in, but it's always that it's I guess it's a conundrum. Do you, do you have players that buy in or do you have coaches that draw it out? Like it kind of goes both ways, and I think it's a compliment to both of them. And that they obviously the situation that it is with being on the road as much as they as much as they've been on the road. For them to be down in Minnesota, who's got a pretty good team, and for them to fight and come back... Score two late goals to and almost get a you almost get the tying goal up the end there. It just shows the uh, the fight and the and the coaching and uh, I was really impressed with uh, that last game.
0: Talking with Shane Don as we do every Tuesday here on uh, Bickley and Murata mornings. We have talked about individual players and some about the young guys, but I wanted to ask you about two different young guys today, Donor, uh, Matthias Michelli, who uh, second on the team in assist with uh, twelve, just twenty two years old. Tell us about what you've seen from from him this season?
2: He's, uh, he's, I think he's a kid. uh,
0: No, this isn't
2: like, and it's something that's going to make uh, a lot of success. I think going forward, he's, he's a guy that um, when you watch him, he, he sees the ice really well. He, he makes the simple. So, so quickly. And just, naturally where it's sometimes when you have a really skilled player they tend to think that the simple plays beneath them (laughs) think well yeah i can make a pass to the guy that's wide open or i could try to beat one more guy and hold on to it for a little longer Um, but Chelly just does a great job of Of making sure that he he makes the right play and uh, he knows what he's going to do with the puck before he gets it I'm really excited to see what he can become because I think he has a chance to be offensively pretty special
0: And Dylan Gunther uh, playing a full season in the NHL at the age of 19 Uh, maybe some people thought ahead of schedule and you've got some experience of playing a full season in the NHL at 19 I mean it can't be the easiest transition to make what have you seen from, from Gunther?
2: Uh, you know what? He's a guy that I think he has a chance to be the best scorer out of that draft. Um, we were, I think, we had him ranked second or third on our on the draft board and uh, we got him at nine and we were all very excited about him. Um, he's a guy that, he shoots a puck, he has an elite shot and an elite as in the <laughs> top, you know, 10, 15 guys in the whole league. Like he really shoots a puck well, especially as a 19-year-old. Um, but you watch his whole game and it's kind of, you talk to Andre Tarny Bear and he he mentions how he plays a complete game and he, gets, he doesn't get as much credit for playing his complete game because he shoots a puck so, well, while he can score so much um but he's a kid that's that we're gonna like him a lot for the next you know hopefully for a long long time because he's a guy that has the characteristics of being a guy that you can kind of build a, a team around offensively and you can kind of build your group around because he's he's uh, i think capable of scoring and um for him to get to play this whole year is, is, is going to be exciting and uh He's a guy that uh, you start to see, you know, a little bit of what what we hope is coming down the, the path with regards to the the future of the kids that are coming into the
1: into yeah, the organization. No doubt, and, and and I think as we pointed out, Andre Turgenev is is really got a good good touch with young talent. Bill Armstrong is GM. When he was hired, um, there was all that weirdness about stipulations, but everybody was kind of like, hey, look, when you get this guy and when he's finally in place, this is exactly the kind of old school, hardcore hockey dude you need to rebuild a roster. What do you make of this work in progress of of the character traits that are involved in some of these young kids who are now coming into the organization?
2: Yeah, you you look at the guys that... (laughs) he brought in to help him with his co- with his scouting staff and they're absolutely elite and they brought in and uh, you look at like a, a Ryan Ryan Jankowski and Daryl Plendowski which are two great hockey names like, yeah, they're awesome. definitely. <laughs> definitely. But but um, you look at the guys that they brought in around him uh, that he went out and got, and um, that's a testament to his ability to to see scouts and who who are good, and um, they've they've done a great job. And you look at some of the guys that they've brought in in the draft. You look at some of the pro guys that they're they're trying to identify that can help us, and there, there's definitely traits there in regards to he likes a bigger physical team, and it's something that's that's going to be uh, probably a staple of, of him as a GM, and 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 that's uh, I I think that's great, <laughs> and that's something that uh, um, that he's been really kind of I think staying on top of, and it's the last. The last couple of summers, we've had the opportunity to kind of take advantage of our of the cap situation, and Bill's done a great job with that, uh, adding players through. You look at like a guy like Goss to spare, and guys that are getting second chances, and. Picking Andre Tierney as a coach was probably the best thing he could have ever done. And so you got to give a lot of credit for those things. And like you said, the characteristics that he wanted and that uh, he's trying to establish.
0: Shane Doan, our guest here on uh, Arizona Sports. we got to shift focus a little bit, not completely. So what's going on at ASU? Because it was a big weekend for ASU hockey. It was a big weekend for, um, you know, Coyotes fans who wanted to see a prospect in their own backyard, because Minnesota comes to town with Logan Cooley, the high draft pick, against your son, Josh, and the Sun Devils, another uh, draft pick. Biggest uh, victory in ASU hockey history when they beat 2nd rate Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, I- I'm sure you're, you're over the moon over it. Uh, what was that atmosphere like? It was awesome. It was
2: really, really good, and uh, I think uh, the crowd, Saturday night crowd, was an unbelievable. They got into it. The band was playing, and my wife loves the band at the ASU games because she thinks that's the coolest thing. So, um, but yeah, it was a great environment. Cooley was—I mean—in the first game, his game-winning goal was what are they calling the
1: Shane Doan and his legendary cell phone. Shane, come on. And his legendary cell phone. Never lets us down. Almost made it. Never
0: lets us down. (laughs) You're going to check to see if this is salvageable. I wanted to hear what he had to say.
1: No, that's the way to end it. That's just a brilliant (laughs) way to end it.
0: Just fade away. Are we I'm reconnecting? Sorry. I'm so going to try to reconnect. You it's had Jared's us. Fault. You had us on the edge of our seat there, Donor. That's Jared's oh. fault, isn't it, Donor? I've That's got this. I've even to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Right, you, were like, about, you were talking about
2: Cooley's goal. Yeah, he. You know what? The goal that he scored, where he, they flip it up on their stick and they're calling it Michigan or whatever, but it was just a highlight, real goal. Um, him and another kid that's actually from the Valley, Maddie Nyes, who Josh and him grew up playing together. They were their line. They have a line of uh, Cooley Nice and Snuggaroo. They're elite. <laughs> like they could all three be in the NHL this year. Um, but the, they were they played really well and for our boys as your boys friday night i thought they should have won friday night And then Saturday, maybe not quite as, uh, they weren't quite as convincing our guys, but it got flipped. We lost the game, I think we probably should have won, and then we won the game we probably got a little bit lucky in, but uh, it was an unbelievable environment, and the overtime winner by Mastro Simone was great. I think it finished that 5-4 game, which so you have nine goals in a game, lots of scoring, and uh, it was a riot. It was so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it's a big win for them. Donor as always, great to talk to you. We will chat again next Tuesday. All right, now i got to fix my Wi-Fi on
2: top of my phone. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you, Donor. Get to work, Shane. <laughs>